0: Welcome to our podcast. Here's Melissa, Laura,
1: and Rob.
0: Hello, welcome to today's podcast. So our cacao is ready. Hello. Good we day, get to bless
1: everyone.
0: The cacao, who would like to bless, Laura, would you like to bless the cacao? Mm. All right. So...
2: to give thanks to this beautiful cacao. I'd like to ask for it to help open my heart, help us to find the spaces in our heart that need healing and to fill it with love, gratitude, forgiveness. All is well in the world and having these beautiful plants to help us uh, is such a gift. So I want to thank this beautiful cacao today for helping me. And I'd like to thank the Mother Earth for giving us this, the, the plants, uh, this cacao, as well as the people who harvested the pods. And brought it to us, as well as Melissa, for making this beautiful cacao. Thank you. Um, and I, uh, I'm so very grateful. So thank you very much. Aho. Ahu,
0: Thank you, Laura. so good well thank you it's been like years of practice <laughs> you do a really good job <laughs> thank you thank you mm-hmm. so everyone is finally after a long journey we all have good microphones and it's they all look nice and they're all, all the same fine <laughs> yeah I'm gonna need to take a picture
1: of all three I don't have to strain my neck to talk
2: yeah, <laughs> before we were passing around our, our microphone and such, so this is really nice. Thank you, Melissa, for getting oh, these. Of course, and I
0: was, like, ordering different kinds and trying. Mm-hmm. It was so frustrating. It was not working, so uh, I'm really happy it's working now, and, well, the, the next step would be, like, have all the headphones working. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's baby steps.
2: We have to one little thing after another, you know, but this is uh, sort of the, the journey of doing podcasts. We're learning all together, and yeah. it's fun.
0: I think if you want that, we can use this metaphor for, like, the coaching and integration, you know, after the medicine, and the medicine will be, like, having this great idea of, like, oh, we want to do a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. You have know, the medicine, you have all these great insights, and then... And then you go home, it's like, where do I start? And that's just start with baby steps.
2: Exactly, yeah. It's always the baby steps. It's like, okay, you know, just put one foot in front of the other and see what happens. You know, with integration, it's the same way. It's like some people, a lot of people, don't know where to begin in their integration. And I always say, um, you know... Normally, Mama gives you a spotlight, something to start with, right? Start there. Everything else sort of like will fall into place. So if you just start with one little thing, everything else will sort of fall into place.
0: Mm -hmm. And then you learn in that process Mm -hmm. Like we learned That finally It's funny because finally The three microphones They're all like the first that I had And I had to go all around And try many So like at the end Okay that was the right one Reminds me of the alchemist Oh, the mm-hmm. book by Paulo Coelho. Mm-hmm. How I had to go all around to finally come back to the beginning. that so, oh, I always had this, right? So you had, you needed the journey to understand
2: exactly, exactly. It's in the journey that we learn so much.
0: Yeah. And so in this episode, I would like to talk about coaching more because it's um, coaching is such a new. Um, a new kind of how you call it, work job mm-hmm. something new yeah. even though it's oh. starting in the 70s but it's still very new and many people don't really know what's the difference between a coach a therapist a psychology a psychiatrist probably i hope between a and a coach yes but a mentor a counsel counselor mm-hmm. so we we'll really would like to speak about this
2: yeah yeah there there's so many distinctions and a lot of people don't really know what's what, what's you know where to go to, who to go to for some of these things. Um, and there really is a, a big distinction. And of course, you know, like it's like saying I want to go to therapy, so I go to a psychiatrist. Well, guess what? You're not going to get therapy from a psychiatrist. They're just going to give you a prescription, right? If you want therapy, then you go to a therapist, mm-hmm. right? But if you didn't know, you would just assume a psychiatrist is where you go. It's not. And the same thing goes, holds true for between, like, therapy and coaching. Yeah. You know, there's definitely a, a difference there as well, you know, where therapists um, are actually um, in the medical field and they've done some uh, studies there, so they, they can diagnose people. Whereas a coach, coaches don't diagnose. We don't diagnose anyone with any mental illness or anything like that. We're literally just here to help people process and be accountable in their, in their integration.
0: Yes. We can really say like, if you, a therapist work more with the past, with the unconscious, the lower unconscious, Mm -hmm. with the traumas. Mm -hmm. And so, and the traumas are, are really, really like, um, in depth of the person and the person it's unable To move forward in any possible way And so really need that Deep work just on That lower unconscious You know like uh, sort of That whatever trauma Whatever um, Comfort they had became so Chronic that became A disease and that's Why a therapist is more of a doctor Diagnosting you when you are the Patient While a coach When you are ready, that you're ready to move forward, you're ready to work on your present and your past. It doesn't mean you're completely healed, but those traumas, whatever you have in your your lower conscious, is not something that is... Completely blocking you it 's not a stop sign you know it's, you you understand there are bumps in the road there are obstacles on the road, but you know you want to work with those obstacles you know you want to move forward and it's you're you're more ready to take the your life in your hands right mm-hmm. and there is no judgment in that when i'm saying that it's real distinction. Because if you feel yourself, you are not ready. It's, your, it's not your time. And you need therapist. You need to go with for a therapist. But if you're like, there is many people that are still feeling there's something, not let's say right with them, and they they go to a therapist, but they actually need a coach because they already are at that place where they can take the hand, the life in their hands, mm-hmm. and they're ready to move forward. And yes. There is maybe some discomfort and happiness, but that's, most of that, it's because there's something that wants to emerge in your future and the higher unconscious.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely um, a distinction between the past and the future, right? And when you are still an individual focused on your past traumas and you can't, identify them you don't know they exist you just know you're miserable and that's pretty much it um then a therapist can really be helpful to uncover where where is all this stemming from what happened and how can we address it but once you've done some of that work you know or you've even done it in your own self. And let's say you don't, have, you don't necessarily have to go to a, thera- to a therapist. But if you've done that kind of heavy work where you've done a lot of soul searching and a lot of um, shadow work within yourself and you're ready to now, okay, say, okay, I'm ready to step in to a brighter future, but I don't know how that's when a, a coach is really valuable
1: i like thinking of a coach in the traditional term you know if you associate it with you know sports hmm. you know a coach is somebody who assesses your current situation provides guidance and instruction and helps you achieve your your highest potential and it's so different than a therapist because a you know, coach isn't going to want to help you with your traumas, and a therapist isn't going to try to tell you what you need to do with your life. So, um, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in that, like a, we can do even a, more distinction because um, in that, like a sport coach, we can see a sport coach at the same time as a coach, as a mentor, as a consultant. consultant. And in, in, in the mental field, we are going to separate also what is a mentor, what is a, what is a consult consultant, and what is a coach. So a mentor is someone you are learning from. So the relationship is teacher-mentoree, right? Teacher-student. Mm-hmm. And so you're learning something. The consultant is someone that... We know in business, like that, maybe the example: someone that comes in and like is an expert, so the relationship is expert person with a problem, and the expert will come in and like observe from an outsider point of view, so sort a of fresh point of view, and see, okay, this is not right, this is not right. You need to do this, this, and this. And in coaching, in in um, in in this field, coaching is. A relationship between, like, an equal relationship more. So a coach see the client, so no more we don't call it patient. Mm -hmm. The client as someone that's whole and resourceful.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have agency over their own their own life and they can and it's not up to us to change that in any way we can guide them give them tips um, if they see they want some changes in their life but they have to want that Um, it's not up to us to provide any anything like that we're not going to force you know our clients to do anything um, if they don't want to they have like i said they have their own agency versus like with therapy i i I mean, yes, that they don't want to infringe on the, um, their client's agency as well, their patient's agency, but at the same time, like, if they notice that their client or their patient needs to address certain things, they're going to constantly badger that patient and t- to get them to, you know, work on it, whatever it is they need mm-hmm. to work on, and they'll consistently do that versus, I think, us, like... For a coach, if we, you know, if we see, okay, hey, you know, this we're seeing you, you, you need to address this, uh, if the person says, no, I'm not, that's not what I want to do, then it's like, okay, I, I hear you, and when you're ready, you let me know. <laughs> like, there's no forcing it.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, therapist, and the therapist will be, again, like, doctor, patient, and so, like, diagnosing you and giving you what to do, and... The mentor will be like someone like, okay, you learn from me and this is the way, but I'm still like listening where you're learning. Yeah. Uh, The consultant will be, okay, this is the plan. You just need to do this for this to work, period. Yeah. And the coach will be, let's co create this together. The coach will be, I see you. I see you as a whole being. Mm -hmm. I see you. I see your soul. And I I know that there is... We keep growing throughout our life. So a coach is someone that will support your growth in between stages in your adult Right. Exactly. And so, but as a coach is someone, I was like, I, I think I talked about this before, like a metaphor of the labyrinth or a mirror, right? So, because I, I feel almost, okay, if you as a coach, you're co-creating with me, what would I need you if I'm a whole well, first of all, if you have something in your face, you need a mirror to see that, right? So you need someone external that is able to see the whole you from the outside and also someone who has the tools to guide you, right? But at the same time, when I'm saying co-creating, again, like, you are, like, you are in the labyrinth and you're the labyrinth and you're inside the labyrinth. And I'm outside. So from the outside... I can see more than you, but at the same time, I need your collaboration because I'm not in it. So I don't know if the door that I see from far away, it's a door you can enter or not. Mm. Or if it's not even a door, maybe it looks like a door. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, the more people um, sort of identify their own needs, then they can, then they can really like look to see what they need in their own life but if you don't know let's say you're one of those people that you're not really sure what do I what do I need do I need a coach do I need a, um, a therapist do I need a psychiatrist like what do I need then um, I would say maybe the, your first stop is hey go go to a coach because a coach will tell you, mm-hmm. a good coach will tell you, hey, you know what, you need some. You need someone else. You don't need me. You need a therapist or you need a psychiatrist. I can't help you. A coach, a good coach, will tell you that they'll know their boundaries and they'll know what they are capable of with you. So if you're not sure, then the easiest place to go to is a coach. And they're much less expensive than a psychiatrist. <laughs> but, But... But truthfully, um, you know, if you're really unsure, if you're at, at a space where you don't know where to turn to, um, a coach is a great place to start. And then you can determine, you know, with the coach, okay, do I need further help? Do I need other things? Um, and then a lot of people, there's a lot of people who prat- with, pr- with their own practices where they'll actually have their patient... Um, They'll have a psychiatrist, a therapist, and a coach. Mm-hmm. They'll have all three mm-hmm. um, because all three have, bring value, right, in, into the overall healing of the person. So, you know, sometimes it's not a one, one thing fits all. It's just uh, you just need to know what's best for you for that moment in time. Right, Rob? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Rob's sitting there staring at his cacao, like he's willing it to
1: <laughs> to do something. To last longer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For the cacao to last longer.
1: Yeah, well, actually, to be honest with you, it was a little spicy, so I had to excuse myself to go blow my nose, so I, I missed know. what we were talking about. Oh. I doubted myself.
2: We were talking about the differences between... Mm. Coaching and a therapist, like a coach and a therapist versus, mm-hmm. let's say, a psychiatrist, and really the different roles. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I was just saying that, you know, if you want to know. If you don't know what you need, if you're like a person listening to this podcast and you don't know what you need, my recommendation was go to a coach because a good mm-hmm. coach will tell you, yeah, that's not in my scope. You are you need something else. Um, you'll need a therapist or you need a psychiatrist.
1: Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And, and I mean, the goal of the coach is for the coach to identify things that you don't even see. So yeah. mean, that's mm-hmm. why you go to a coach. I mean, if you knew it all, you wouldn't need a coach. But if you have, you know, those thoughts of, hey, things could be better, I want to improve, you know, I have these goals that are, you know, I'm I'm struggling with this, but I know what it is and I want to know what I can do in order to get rid of it, transmute it, you know, convert it, you know, apply it to my life, whatever those things are. And the coach is the one to do that. Um, the coach isn't going to want to you know dig around in all of your psychological traumas and console you and try to help you get over them that's just not the training or, or the work that they want to do it's very important work but it's also very specialized and yeah. uh, you know a coach is, is better suited to you know help you reach your potential rather than help you clear your past
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly the goal of coaching and so moving forward to your future, reach your potential, create the life you truly want. And the coaching can be therapeutic in a way. It's a secret space where you sit, where you're fully heard, when, where there is no judgment. There is just a co-creation and exploration. So in that sense, it can be therapeutic, but that's not... The number one goal, as also Rob was saying, and it can be that sometimes we may find traumas or other things in the lower unconscious that are blocking our life or the client's life right now, right? And so that will be addressed in the coaching session, right? Unless it's again because they will be addressed because the client is ready to understand that can move forward. is not stuck or in in this lower and lower trauma slower unconscious and cannot move in that case I will have to have a therapist or like also Laura said maybe that can be a combination of therapy and coaching at the same time but generally like my clients are all people that are ready to move forward so if there is something I will work uh with certain tools exploring what is that but always with the idea of like now I take that and I unlock the qualities behind that that is being hidden and so that we can move forward like another example a difference like um, from the book it's a book becoming professional life coach and there is like a table explain the difference between therapy mentoring consulting and coaching like an interesting difference how emotions are seen by these different um, professionals. Well, a therapist, a therapy assumes that many emotions are symptoms of something wrong. while well, a coach assumes emotions are natural and normalizes them and see emotion as a sign. That's what Laura shared one, one time mm-hmm. in one of our group coaching. Mm-hmm. The, tomorrow is the last... Day of our integrate program
2: yeah I'm really, that was such a great program I'm so glad we did that and I'm, I'm looking forward to like many more but yeah in, in the program and one of the things I typically say to a lot of my clients is that you know, our emotions are our first signal. That's when you're feeling that emotion, like that's your key. Like we don't want to deter our emotions. We don't want to not feel them. They are our key to what's going on in our in our psyche. And so we need to dive into them and really explore them and see where they're coming from and and not like, you know, try and, and hide them or to shovel them down or, you know, stuff them away somewhere in a closet. Like it's most definitely good to experience that emotion. But um, for me, it's like that's, you, that's your key. So I always tell people, all right, how did you feel? Tune into your emotions. What is, that's, that's your first thing that's going to guide you is your emotions. Like anger, yeah. <laughs> like when you feel anger or whatever. Like it's like you, know, you should you should feel that emotion. Fizzed you know crazy. you should process it, right? And I know Rob like agrees with this. Um,
1: yes, I'm dealing with it, anger today, Yeah. I and I don't want to stuff it down and,
2: no. and save it for later. And I don't agree that you should stuff it down, right? That I think it's a very good thing that you're feeling it and allowing it to to you know go through you right but um and the whole key there is you have to process it right and then let it go
1: I'm exploring it first.
2: You're exploring mm-hmm. that yeah. I, you know, a good I
1: wanna way. I wanna be like a big fat hog and lie down in it and roll around and yeah. cover myself in it and you know, really really feel it, really understand where it's coming from. Yeah. And um, you know, once I am able to do that I can let it go. Yeah. But I don't wanna just pretend it's not there. Because no. uh, it'll, it'll come back at you.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it will. So I appreciate you
0: exploring it yeah. all you
1: want. You're welcome. <laughs> I may go for a jog later and <laughs> work it out.
0: Yeah, that's uh, a good way to, like, you know, welcoming all the emotions that are coming. Because, like, sometimes, probably when we start working with the medicine, I would say, like, you start saying, I should have been over this. And then repressing certain emotions, or even generally we may repress certain emotions anyway. Yeah. But now when you repress emotions, first of all, what you resist, persist, mm-hmm. right? Second, whatever you're emotion you repressing, then you're eventually going to repress also the good ones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And third, and third, as Laura was saying, or even, even Rob, like how... Can how do you know when? What's the root? What is there there? So it's important to stay
1: explore
0: with that. It. Yeah, explore it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to contemplate. You know, whether if I wanted someone to talk to about my anger, would I go to a coach or a therapist? I, I would feel a coach is probably more appropriate because mm-hmm. it's a current situation yes. that you know has me. Um, you know, expressing myself in my current state about mm-hmm. current events and you know potentially future stuff. I'm not reveling in the past about something that happened to me that's I'm triggered by. I don't know. Maybe I'm triggered by you know the event, and that's where the anger's coming from. But I don't know. I live with two coaches. Maybe I need a therapist.
0: Let's that session after
1: this. Yeah, I no, think no. you're
2: okay. <laughs> You got two coaches they, to help you out.
1: It made me do a breathing exercise. And I, you didn't
2: even do it. I, I half
1: assed my way through it. Come on. Dealing with some anger here. Please.
0: So, like, for these steps. Emotion or any anger, like how I would approach that. So, first of all, knowing that, yeah, like feeling that, staying that, breathe without judgment. Mm-hmm. And while breathing, see if there's anything that comes out, like image or thoughts, whatever. And after your situation, at first I will let you vent, yeah. vent, 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 and then see what's still left, and go into that, mm-hmm. and then finding a way, uh, let's say creative way to release the energy in some some ways. So one Rob already said going for a walk, which is, uh, or run, so which is like uh, changing the energy on, on horizontal way, as is said. So you change it for in the body, right, in the case. Or you can change it for create something, right? Mm -hmm. Or then you can use it to transmute. Mm -hmm. So myself, I see anger. It's really I finally got into anger. Like I need to vent it or find a way to express it. That can be like writing an email and writing everything like
1: Mm go after. (laughs) Yeah, write it six times but delete all of them.
0: (laughs) Delete all of them? Mm. And then the anger that becomes a fire and that helps me create. So I transmit that. And so that well, I, will, I will guide my clients wherever they're at and also be able to transmit energies. Maybe for a client, it will be just a, a walk, a run. Mm-hmm. Maybe for another, we'll be able to do more. And that's all okay. Um, yeah. What would you do? Hmm.
2: I think there's something very similar. I mean, it's really just uh, inviting the client to feel that emotion, to really sit with it, explore it, really, like, get it out, you know, talk about it. Like, I'm a big proponent of talking, so... You know when you're feeling something you know really like let's hash it talk say what's the first thing on your mind like go for it and don't really like hinder yourself in any way just like let it all up free flow you know say anything and everything that comes out and just allow it to be in fruition and then no, no need to analyze it just get it out and then, um, and then once you are able to sort of, okay, I've said everything I need to say, <laughs> like it, you, you've gotten all of it out, then it's like, okay, now it's time to really like dive in. You said this, this, and this right now. Let's like, let's really explore that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And like really go into it a little bit more and see how we can further release it and, um, and transmute it truly.
1: Like our plan, I so you like, like I... our plan with that we're gonna do with you. you <laughs> no, no, I, 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 no, I don't want to talk about it. I've already vented, um, I did some of those emails and I didn't delete them. I hit send, and um, I don't know. You know, yeah, I, I need to work it out. But, um, you know, I mean, whether you get into doing artwork or you want to go garden or you like to drive cars, it doesn't matter what it is. Just immerse yourself in something where you don't necessarily have to do a whole lot of thinking about whatever pissed you off. Mm-hmm. And for me, just going out and putting on a headphones and running around seems to do the trick for me. Mm-hmm. I like to do that. Um, when I'm not feeling well either, so like yeah. mentally or physically.
0: That's good. But anyway, going back to like coaching, like I really love coaching so much that I myself still do co coaching with um one of the the person I studied with at first. Mm-hmm. And I remember at first I was I had this false idea of like, oh, I should be more perfect and healed and and I was like no, when you believe in something that so much, you you, you use it. Right. When you build, you know, like it will be like selling something, and it, oh, no, oh no, like like Steve Jobs, I don't use any iPhone. Right. <laughs> I, use, I use Google Phone. <laughs> so when coaching, is so useful for anything because it's just like.